Shine the light on those who are, you know, very talented. Shine the light. Shine the light. Because now we are in the time where you need to build an education, sport education. We should be able to identify some of these talents and then we groom them. Well, that was a great one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been enjoyable. This is amazing. I hope that it would inspire many people. That's what we try to do with the podcast. Hello and welcome to In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. And we have a special, special, special guest on the sh show today. We have Martin. Martin, can you introduce yourself and tell us who you are, please? Yeah, I'm Martin Kendall. I'm the general manager of uh, City Centre Ratana here in Doha. And uh, I've been here for six years and uh, originally from Australia. So I'm a long way from home, but uh, it's been great to be here. So uh, yeah. And and that journey as a, as a manager, how, how long has that been going for? Oh. <laughs> A long time, Steve. I mean, you know, when I was uh, growing up, you know, it was either going to be uh, marine biology or uh, hotel management. Funny enough, what a diverse uh, setup, really. So uh, marine biology, I grew up in Australia and in Sydney and uh, marine biology was my passion. And But I spent a lot of time in hotels because my father... Uh, was responsible for the old switchboards. If you remember the old plug and play yeah, yeah. switchboards, well, he brought in the first uh, sort of computerized switchboards into the country. So we spent a lot of time in big hotels and meeting a lot of people. And, uh, and I guess it got in my blood eventually. And then, uh, so when I went to look at marine biology, which was gonna be way up in uh, Townsville at the James Cook University, the guy said to me, well, it's a five-year course and uh, most of people will be pumping petrol at the end of it, right? So I looked at myself and I went, uh, I'm not that academic. So I'll, I looked at hotels. So uh, I was fortunate uh, through various contacts. I got a job on uh, Great Barrier Reef at the Royal Hayman Resort, which was a beautiful island at the time. And uh, I got a job called a bar useful. I mean, I've never heard of that position since. I think it's extinct, a bit like the dinosaurs, right? So, so uh, I got a job as a bar useful, and that was basically uh, setting up bars, uh, cleaning bars, uh, anything that needs to be done around big... Uh, Hayman Island had a big, huge cocktail bar at the time. And I worked for this uh, very strict Frenchman and... Uh, who really drilled into me the basics of uh, barkeeping and stuff I can still remember today. And uh, so I did that for 18 months, you know, I worked six days a week and uh, I loved it. I loved, the, I loved the energy, I loved the, I just fell in love with the industry from that moment on, to be honest. And, uh, and I was lucky enough then to, to get an apprenticeship with Sheraton and that, that's really how it started. And I. You know, and I was very lucky. I worked for, even at a very young age, I worked for some fantastic general managers, you know, and uh, at Hayman Island and even in the, I was at the Sheraton in Sydney, Sheraton Wentworth, the old grand hotel in Sydney at the time, you know, and Peter Thompson was the general manager there and, you know, wonderful people. And I just thought, wow, I'd love to do this, you know, at some point, you know, and, uh, and that's how it started. So... 
you know. <laughs> so, right. so you really did, because I, I, I would say that I've met so many different managers that really, hotel managers, that didn't really want, they didn't know that when they started out, they yeah. didn't, they were just getting in there just to do a job. Yeah. Yeah. They never had any kind of um, any ambitions to become the hotel manager, but you did. Yeah, I did. You know, and and in those days in Sydney, in particular, you know, you know, there was no hotel schools or anything like that at the time. There was a, a college of technology that did a bit of hotel management on the side, and uh, but tourism was just taking off in Australia at the time. So you know, uh, the Japanese uh, influx and the the whole East Coast took off and uh, so it became quite a, wow, this is, you know, so all my friends were becoming stockbrokers and lawyers and all this sort of thing. And I ended up in the hotel business and uh, and I can honestly say I loved it from day one, really. Yeah. I just, I just amazing. I, I, I think it is amazing. And I'm, I'm, I'm really privileged to be here and, and talk about your story um, because it, there's a great story there. Now, now people are going to be shouting. I can hear people saying, Oh, why is he on there? This is a sports podcast, and and we're in Qatar right now. Yeah. And if any anybody out there has ever, uh, haven't heard yet, Qatar has got the World Cup here. Sure. So you've got this massive. You've got the Rotana Hotel here in Doha, and in the city centre, fantastic yeah. hotel. I'm just looking around now. This in the in this this sweet sweet area. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's like, and you've got the biggest competition in the world coming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. How do you prepare for something like that? Yeah, you're right, Steve. You know, this is a, a really a once in a lifetime, to be honest, you know. And, you know, I've never worked through a World Cup before. And uh, while I've been involved in big events, never a World Cup. So, you know, a lot of moving parts, right? You know, I st started here six years ago and we were talking about it then, you know, and uh, it's going to be an amazing event. It's going to be a fantastic event. So, you know, in our case here, we've been working on it significantly for a long time now. And we work, uh, uh, we have a great partner who will be bringing guests here. Most of our guests are from South America. First time to Qatar. They're not going to so, like you, by the way. <laughs> the South Americans are not going to like you because you put, put some of them out of the Yeah, exactly. World Cup. Yeah, yeah, we upset a few of them. You so, upset, uh, Yeah, definitely. yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> Just say you're British. Yeah, exactly, 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 Steve. So I'll just uh, hide my passport and, my, and change my accent. But yeah, so, you know, we're going to have new people, you know. So, you know, part of the process we have to go through is, you know, we have to understand the customer. We have to understand what their needs are. We have to understand uh, what their requirements are. They're nervous as well, you know. They're traveling halfway across the world. Uh, a lot of them first time to the Middle East, so they need to understand, you know, what, what requirements are required. But they're here for a great time, you know. We've been working on this, you know, since we knew who was staying with us, what, two years ago. Um, uh, you know, we've been in weekly contact with, the, with these people. They've been here many times, and they're here to have a great time, which makes it easy for us, right? They, you know, people who are here to, to celebrate the love of football, you know, we have a lot of Brazilians coming, so you know, you know, so they're they're, <laughs> they're expecting to stay a long time, right? So yeah, uh, it, 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 my heart goes down a little bit. My heart with the England team, my heart goes down. Um, yeah, but it's it, it Brazilians. They're yeah, going to be yeah. there. They're going to be there or thereabouts. Yeah, correct. So they're 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 very knowledgeable of their football. They're very uh, uh, passionate about football. They're. Uh, um, 
and they've been doing it a long time, right? So, you know, so, so we need to come up to their expectations as well, right? So, you know, as a team, you know, you know, we're now training our staff on basic Portuguese words and stuff like this to try and make people feel at home. Um, Portu Portuguese is not a common language yeah. here. You know, we, we have, what, almost 50 nationalities, uh, uh, but Portuguese isn't one of them. So, you know, we're, we're all learning bits and pieces to make people feel comfortable. Um, you know, we're working with our suppliers as well, you know, in terms of, you know, how to manage the demands and whatever is required, which is extensive, and, uh, and logistics. So, you know, I think we're in a good place. We're, we're excited and, uh, um, you know, I think the place, city center of Rutana will be a, you know, place to party. I think there'll be a lot of loud music, a lot of uh, people enjoying it. And, uh, 100%, and, and you've, got a, you've got the facilities here to match. Correct. You've got Boston's, which is a great bar, yeah. a sports bar. So even if their team's not playing, they can, they can watch it on all your screens here, which is going to be fantastic. But let me, get, let me go back a bit and, and you say, how many staff have you got here just so that people can have a... Yeah, about 350. 350, 350, 350, 350, 350, 350, yeah, yeah, 350 yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to be directing everything. Yeah. That's a big mammoth task. That's yeah. some big wheels moving there. Well, I, you know, it's not just me. I'm surrounded by a great team, a good leadership team around me. And, uh, you know, Hospitality is a people business, right? So whether it's customers or whether it's staff. So we have to, you know, be able to, you know, it sh we should be able to manage the, uh, uh, you know, big team members and, and the cultural element in this part of the world, the cultural elements are a big part of it because as I said earlier, you know, we've got almost 50 nationalities here. So, you know, we need to be empathetic and sympathetic to all of their, their, their needs and desires and so on. And, uh, but the most important thing is to have a, have a really good team around you, right? Yeah. And, you know, I'm a great believer in letting people who've got certain skills, you know, whether it's marketing, whether it's finance, whether it's HR, whether it's chef in the kitchen, you know, everyone's got their different skills because hotels are made up of that, right? They're multifaceted, multi, uh, you know, and so as long as you've got the right people in the right place who who, who have these skills, then, then in theory, things uh, move. I love like I love what you're saying but I got to ask you something now for everybody that's let's listen to this and it's a really important one because there's sometimes I, I see this I'm from the service industry myself also mm. and and it's something that sometimes lacks here is it what is that thing how do you get because you've got to implement it when you've got that situation where you've got the staff that as you said that just get on and do it they've got yeah. their roles and responsibilities yeah. what is that winning formula that you can do that with them because it's not easy right and i no, think that there's easy. a lot no. of companies in qatar right yeah. now that fall down on this because yeah. they 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 have to be keep on directing keep yeah. on directing when they could let them do this and and have a su real successful business yeah well, I think that the first thing you've got to have is a vision. You know, you've got to know where the business is going. You've got to be able to explain that vision. You've got to exp be able to explain it to all levels, right? The first time in the hospitality industry person to the person that's been doing it for 25 years. And I think as a leader, you've got to be able to show the passion for that and show the direction. And, uh, 
But as well, I think, you know, and I've learned this over the number of years, you know, you know, you need to be humble as well. You know, leadership is, is not about ego. It's all about, you know, getting the respect of people, but not being egotistical and, and, you know, look at me sort of thing, you know, and in hotels, it's a team business, right? It's not, it's not one person who makes a hotel, right? It's, it's the, the person in the front door, right? It's a person on reception. They can make or break someone's stay, you know? So, you know, I can be having a great day, right? But if, if someone's not having a great day or things go wrong, it can, it can disturb someone's stay, right? So, so that team uh, empathy and, and, you know, understanding how team mechanics work is really critical. And I think as well, you know, as I said, you know, before, you know, everyone's got a skill and you have to allow people to uh, develop that skill to be able to drive this part of the business. You know, I'm not an expert on engineering, right? But, you know, I make sure I have a very good... Uh, leader of the engineering department, right? Because if I don't, I'm in big trouble, right? So, you know, and it's the same in all areas, right? You've got to make sure you have a good chef, right? Because I can't cook breakfast in the morning, right? So, you know, I have done in the past, but I'm not very good at it, right? So, you know, <laughs> but you've got to make sure you have a good kitchen and, and, and so on. So it's multifaceted and so on. And, and a part of the leadership is to bring all that together with the same vision and trying uh, um bring it all together at the right time and uh, you seem for me and there's this air about you that I'm even feeling laid back <laughs> is this something that you've picked up over the years or is this just something that you've you've kind of it's the only way to do it if you want to do it well you know I, I grew up in Australia right so Australians tend to be a bit laid back Deep down, I, I'm very competitive, to be honest. Deep down, there's a real competitive urge behind me. And I, and I like to, you know, I like to hit targets and I like to be uh, results focused. But I still tr I try and remain calm. I always try and remain calm. But, you know, because I think, you know, with experience, that also comes as well because, you know, you... You've seen a lot of things. You've had to handle a lot of situations. So you, you know, you go, okay, yeah, I had that before. So I, okay, this is how it works. And and um, so and I guess it's just natural, right? You know, I strongly believe, you know, you can't change your personality, right? You know, and you can work on things that maybe you're not so good at or areas that are strengths of yours. But deep down, your personality's got to be natural, right? So, so. Uh, yeah, I guess a bit of a laid back. I've been criticised for being a bit laid back too, right? No, I so, love so, your style. So, I really love so, your style. So you know, and you know, so you know, so sometimes it can be a strength or a, a yeah. weakness. So, but as long as you know who you are and what you've got to work on, and and you know what you're good at and what you, what areas you have to develop, it, it hopefully it all comes together in the right way. The responsibility that you've got, as you said, and again, I've been in this industry for a few years also, but I've been a chef, so it's always been that. It's in your DNA for one, I'm mm. sure of it. I'm, yeah. I'm positive. But you've got a big responsibility, 350 people on your shoulders yeah. that you've got in some way, you've got to show them the future, yeah. the opportunity, but how they're going to pro progress and how they're going to grow. Yeah, and, you know, 
the great thing about hospitality, and I say this whenever I meet the new people who arrive here and so on, you know, you know, I started off uh, cleaning bars and uh, scrubbing floors and, you know, uh, polishing glasses and all that sort of thing all those years ago, right? And, you know, the great thing about this industry, anyone who has the desire and the passion and the curiosity can grow a career in hospitality, right? It's not, you know, you're not being a doctor or a scientist, right? This is there's different skill set to hospitality. And the, the great thing about it is anyone from all walks of life can have a great career, right? They can, they can, you know, become a great chef. They can become a great marketeer. They can become a great general manager, right? They, they can do all kinds of things. And, you know, one of my responsibilities is to really encourage that in people, right? Okay, you might be, a, you know, you might be working in the pot wash today, right? But, you know, you can move into the kitchen at some point. You can then grow up the kitchen ladder and become a great chef. You know, there's many who have done it, right? So, so opening people's ideas up to, wow, I could make a career here is really, you know, something I'm very passionate about. Yeah, and I... Can and see. I, and I and, you know, I love to see people grow and I love to see people, you know, you know, people who work for me, you know, move on to bigger and better things, whether, you know, uh, you know, deputy managers who become general managers at some point. And I've been lucky enough to have quite a few who, who are in different parts of the world who work for me. And uh, I'm very passionate about it. You know, it's part of my responsibility, right, to to, you know, grow people and and, you know, showed them that hospitality is a great career, right? And you can travel, you can have a good life. It's a very exciting industry, you know? And, uh, and, and there's, you know, people love the stories of hospitality, right? They love it, oh love my it, right? And, and all the things that go with it and, yeah. and, and so on. So you can have a great life, right? And, um, but it's hard, you know, you have to work hard. You have to be really passionate about what you do. You have to be, you know, it's, it can be unsociable at times. It can be, you know, tough on family life at some times. You have to be able to move. You have to be able to uh, relocate, move to different parts of the world if, you, if, if required. So, um, uh, so, yeah, it's a great industry, really. So everybody must be so excited, nervous with the World Cup. Yes. That even from the, as you said, the the most, the the bot stacking the bottles. Yeah. I'm getting what yeah. I've I've got a scar on my finger for the the cleaning the yeah, glasses, clean, right? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. So so these they they've got something that they're probably going to experience for the. How do you kind of calm that whole thing and say, hey, listen, we just got to do our job. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, funny you say that. You know, there is a there is a bit of nervousness, a bit of apprehension. You know, it's a, it's a different type of business for us compared to normal, and um, so we need to deal with what we know, right? We have to, you know, and that that message is really has to be come from the leadership. We need to plan. We need to organize. We need to give our team members confidence that actually we know what we're doing, right? But we also need, because it is a different type of business to what we normally get, we need to plan differently and, and use our experience to, to put it all together so that our, particularly our younger team members, you know, don't feel stressed, don't feel nervous. They need to be able to relax as well. 
and um, to allow our guests to have a great time. So, you know, uh, planning, organization, um, really looking at all the eventualities, you know, what happens if a plane is late from Brazil, right? How do we deal with this? What happens if uh, uh, the plane is early, right? You know, how do we deal with that as well, right? You know, how do we deal with, um, you know, the amount of luggage that's going to come? How do, we, how do we deal with, you know, flights arriving in the middle of the night in huge numbers, right? How do we deal with someone losing their passport, right? You know, all this stuff could happen. What happens if, you know, we have, uh, you know, internet and, you know, all these uh, challenges. That we run out of milk. We yeah, run out of exactly, milk. right? You know, <laughs> or, you know, someone wants a particular juice that we've never heard of, right? So we, we, have, to, we have to manage these sort of things. So, um, but we're feeling reasonably confident, you know, we're, we've been talking to, you know, food suppliers and all this sort of thing a long time ago now, working out uh, what we need, uh, what, what do South Americans eat? Okay, let's make sure we've got that here, this sort of stuff. So, uh, um, yeah, so, you know, and, you know, one of the young ladies in our olive oil restaurant down here said to me only the other day, you know, this is a once, she's young, right? She, once in a lifetime event for her. And, you know, her family are excited because she's going to be working here and, you know, during a World Cup, you know, which only happens every four years, you know, it really is a once in a lifetime event. And it, it's something, you know, our team members will talk about for a long time afterwards. And, you know, it's not just our community, it's a great community. They've all got families, they've all got, you know, friends, relatives all over the world who, who wow, you know, you're working in Qatar for the uh, 2022 World Cup, you know, so it's a, it's a big deal, right? Big so, deal, big, big deal. deal. And, and again, I'm, I'm sat here and all that's going through my mind right now is 350 staff. Mm. My word, where do you begin? Yeah. Where, where, and, and you've got to hit your targets yeah. and your profits and your yeah. losses and, oh my word, I, I, I take my hat off to you because I think it's, it's, it, it, it's a mammoth job, that's for sure. Yeah. But let's go on to what people can expect when they come. Let's talk in general about um, Doha, Qatar, yes. um, and what they're going to expect here. You've yeah. been here for six years. Yeah, six years, yeah. I think it's going to be a fantastic, you know, people who come here are going to have a fantastic time, right? This is, you know, the Arabic hospitality will be on full show and uh, people experience things they haven't experienced before. You know, the stadiums are fantastic. The facilities are brilliant. The fact that you can watch, uh, you know, you don't have to travel, you know, you, you can stay in one place and experience all kinds of, uh, you know, multiple football games on one day yeah. if you desire. Um, but as well, seeing things that perhaps, you know, people haven't seen before, whether it's the, the great desert tourism, whether it's the, uh, you know, Sukhwakif down the road here, um, you know, all this stuff that will be new to people. But I think, you know, I can promise anyone who comes here will have a great time, you know, and, you know, whether it's the beaches, whether it's the, you know, the nightlife that's going to happen. I mean, it's going to be a fantastic experience for, for anyone. And, uh and we're really excited to be able to be part of it, for sure. Yeah, the carnival is going to come to your hotel, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm expecting lots of drums and things like that in the luggage, you know. So, uh, 
So, uh, you know, we've already started talking about that and uh, how they warm up for games and all this sort of stuff. So, uh, which should be really exciting, I think. Yeah, it must, it, and, and I'm feeling nervous. I, I try, when I'm ever sitting with the guest, I'm always trying to put myself in their situation yes. and I, I'm getting nervous for you because <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my word, yeah. I've got to, I've got to be the, the, I, I won't in the nicest possible way, but making sure that everything's working properly, right? Yeah, correct. You know, and, and, you know, we need to be sympathetic as well. You know, you know, people are traveling. This is for, for some people, right? They save up for four years and they, they travel to wherever Brazil is playing in the World Cup, right? This is their, their, their holiday or their trip. And, you know, so we need to be ready for that, right? And, uh, and, and help them and support them. And, you know, we're very lucky, you know, we're connected to the city center mall here. So we've got all the facilities nearby, people don't have to find, you know, and so on. So, you know, but, you know, for some people, it's a trip of a lifetime. You know, and, uh, you know, many years ago, I, I looked after the British Lions when they came to Sydney, right? So in Sydney and Brisbane and uh, and the Lions were staying with us, right? And and some of the supporters came with them. And, uh, and you know, these were, you know, like my mum and dad or grandparents, you know, these people saved for four years, never took a holiday, never spent any money, but they just wanted to support the British Lions for the for their trip whether it was New Zealand, South Africa, or Australia, you know? So you really learned, wow, this is really a trip of a lifetime for these people. So, you know, and it'll be the same here. It's a, it's, it really is great listening to you saying things like that, to say, that's our responsibility. Yeah. We've got a lot, of, a lot on our shoulders, on our plates, but we're gonna give them the best possible visit great. they can yeah. ever have. Yeah. And Okay, so the the final piece. Well, it's not the final piece. Let's talk about your hotel now, and let's give it a, a, a kind of. I, <laughs> I want you to tell us that, that you've got all the South American people coming to your hotel. That's going to be a party atmosphere yeah. in itself. Yeah, correct. Your facilities are great. Yeah. I love your swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have. You know, we'll be showing the games for for up, up next to the pool in Summer Lounge, which will be great. We're going to be showing them in Boston's as well. All our restaurants will be open, uh, whether it's Boston's. Uh, I think Boston's will be very busy and it will be a great hub for people. And, uh, you know, we've got olive oil for the all-day dining so people can get a meal whenever they want at any time of the day or night. And we will be uh, teatro, you know, people looking for something a bit more special and so on. And you can always get a great coffee and caramel, but uh, the place will be, a, you know, a hive of activity. The pool will be very busy. The weather will be great. And people are gonna have a great time, so. Uh, rooms are good too. Yeah, and the rooms are fantastic. We've got rooms for anyone, right? So, you know, whether you're, you, got a, you want a three bedroom uh, penthouse above here, us now, or, you know, a, a nice luxury uh, suite, you know, we have it all here, all different sizes and shapes. So, you know, we can cater for anyone, I think. So, uh, uh, you know, we're very excited for the, the future here and we're in a great location steve you know right in the center here you know? the views yeah the i mean views. we're looking over the corniche now it doesn't get better than that we've got a podcast and just for everybody out there we've got a podcast but i'm not a cameraman <laughs> <laughs> so i wish i could have done the views right now behind us yeah. but you've got a phenomenal set of views here i i i think you you've got one of the 
Uh, it's a real good hotel that you've got here. And I oh, love coming here. I, I, I really do love coming here. It's a fantastic place. And, and your rooms are, they are. They're, they're very, yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah. And, and the, I think you've got the perfect hotel because you've got that carnival time coming. <laughs> you really have. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's just perfect for this place. It's, uh, now, one, I'm going to let you finish on. Just tell people. It's, it's like all of this that's happening, the World Cup, just inspire those people that want to come in. You're a perfect example of, of <laughs> wanting to get into this hotel industry. Yeah, so, you know, you know, the hotel industry is one of the, the great things about it is you're, you're, you witness great events around the world, right? So that's one of the excitements that also drew me into the industry, apart from the travel opportunities. But to be able to, to work during a World Cup, to be able to work during an Olympic Games, whether it's, you know, whether, you know, to work in, you know, Wembley when the FA Cup's on or whatever. You know, these are huge events, right, to be part of. And that's what hospitality can provide for you. You meet so many great people, you know, you, you, you know from all walks of life. So, you know, if you're interested in people, if you're interested in traveling, if you're interested in uh, uh, having a great time and, you know, enjoying the passion of, of, of an industry that's been around for a long, long time, right? You know, and, and I often say this to people, you know, the, the, the industry hasn't really changed, right, for, for centuries, right? It's about being a host, being hospitable. It's about providing a clean bed, a good welcome, a good breakfast, a good meal, and, and, and being hospitable. And uh, how hard is that, actually? just to, you know, be hospitable to people. And uh, so, you know, it's a great opportunity for any young person from wherever you are in the world to join an industry and grow a career, you know, as far as you want it. There's no limitations in this industry at all. It, it's one of those that, that it, it is um, a vocation. Yes. It's yes. a vocation. Yes, it is. It is. It's a vocation that, that you can get as much out of it as you put in, yeah. if not more. Yeah. You know, it's funny, and, and, and it's, it's a small world, Steve, right? You know, just the other day, right, I was at a, an event not far from here. I walked into the event, and I looked at someone across the road. I thought, oh, my gosh, I know this person, right? And he looked at me, and I was like, and then we went, ah, yeah, Watford 2003 or something. And he used to be a, a general manager of a hotel in Watford. And here he is now in Doha, right? And between that, he's worked all over the place. And suddenly we're running to each other. So, you know, relationships last a lifetime. You always run into people that, you know, it's a small world and uh, the hospitality world. And, uh, you know, but that's one of the great things about it. You never, you never say goodbye, right? So, yeah. Know. It's been fascinating. I could have spoke so much more about the different areas, but I think that that, that that was really special for me because it really sums you up, sums you up. Oh, laid back. You. 350 people that you're managing here and you're orchestrating. You've got one big orchestra that yeah, you're trying to true. pull yes. something all together for that one month to give people a, a, a lifetime's experience. Correct. 
So I congratulate you. Um, congratulate you on your hotel. Congratulate oh, you. on your staff. You've got wonderful staff. Thank you. Um, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you very much for sharing uh, your experience. Pleasure's here. all mine, really. Oh, really. I enjoyed dearly. it immensely. It, thank it, you. it was very good. So everybody, thanks for listening this time. It was a wonderful one. Um, Qatar has got the World Cup coming in. Yesterday was 50 days. Yes, um, It's yes. going to be, when this one goes, it, it's going to probably be a lot less. But we're ready for this World Cup. <laughs> and it's going to be special and the Rotana the Rotana in the city center is the place to be come and ask all the Brazilians that's going to be here thank you very much for being on the podcast thank you today Steve. Thank, thank, you. You. Thank, thank you thank you thank you very much okay.